Yo, yo, yo. Guess who's back? Back again. Every week. <laughs> Every week. You know, say what you want about me, but you can't say I'm not consistent. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel me? I'm like a junkyard dog with his favorite bone. That's all I am. That's all I am. I just, uh, I like what I like. I like doing it. I don't know. Discipline, baby. I, 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 I'm too stupid to give up. I think that's all discipline is. Too stupid to give up. <laughs> I got nothing else to do. What am I going to do? Not do my podcast? It's ridiculous. Don't be stupid. Of course I'm going to do my podcast. Dan the Man's back. I put Dan the Man back up here. Hi, Dan. It's good to see you. Angry at us communists, as usual. It's just an angry man. Angry man. I was going, I, I don't know if you noticed, but the last couple shows I took Dan the Man down. I took Dan the Man down. I did not go yell at him at his uh, Lock 3 party. I didn't. I didn't do it. Because I knew there was an article coming out from the Akron Beacon Journal. I knew it. And I'm like, okay, here's our chance. Dan the man could say something cool. So I'm not going to, you know, not going to be mean to my friend Dan the man. Uh, when he could rise to the occasion and give me any sign of hope. Like any. I'm talking tea leaves. I'm talking, I'm talking, uh... Just, uh, you know, a little little rub on the side of the nose. Like, hey, man, we'll, uh, we'll talk. Anything. I literally would have taken any sign that we were going to talk about homelessness. But, you know, that's the problem with me. Not only am I a junkyard dog with his favorite bone, I am hopelessly naive and stupid <laughs> I just can't stop having hope there's nothing worse than hope I don't re- I don't recommend having hope I don't recommend having hope it's just you're just asking for heartache and sorrow <laughs> Uh, my one of my favorite jokes is, uh, what's the difference between locking your wife in the trunk of your car for four hours and locking your dog in the trunk of your car for four hours? When you open the trunk, your dog will be glad to see you. <laughs> is that joke misogynistic? I don't know. I, I, I don't know, but what I do know is it cracks me up every time I hear it. And I'm that dog. I'm that dog. I'm just like, <laughs> uh, are you going to leave the door open? Can I get out? Huh? Huh? We want to go play? Want to go play? We can. <laughs> I just can't stop having hope. It's the downside to being an optimistic person. 
It's fine, though, because I'm optimistic. It doesn't really hurt me too bad. At my worst, sometimes I get a little depressed for a couple hours, but I'm to the point now where I'm like, oh, well, just give it a couple hours. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'm sad right now, but eh. So, at any rate, did you see the article? Did you see the article? I don't think we've talked about this, have we? Let's see. Uh, that was May 20th. Today's May 26th. No, I don't think we talked about it. Let's talk about it. Acrobeca Journal. These people are not going anywhere. Did I say? I don't know who said that. Is that my quote? I got it. I'm, I'm, I'm a quotable guy. <laughs> I probably said that. I'm assuming that's me saying that. Outlawed. I love it. I love these words. Outlawed homeless tent city returns to East Akron. Doug Livingston did this story. Uh, our great storyteller, our great storyteller, Doug Livingston, has spent more time talking about us than any other uh, journalist out there. My wife would not be happy that my shirt is so dirty, but I had been working in the trash. It was trash day. Every day's trash day at uh, Akron City's Tent City. <laughs> Day is trash day. I spill. I I fill up. Here, let me see if I can show you. Let me go. Here. I usually take pictures of it. Let's see here. Let's see what do I got? Uh, nope, that's my niece at her graduation. Hold on. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I usually have a picture of the dumpster. I took us a, a picture. Oh, anyways, look. It's a dumpster. I fill it up. That's all. That's all. That's all you need to know. I fill it up twice. I, I fill it up twice a week. It's an eight-yard dumpster. I fill it to the brim twice a week. Okay? I always say you can hate homeless people, but I'm cleaning up the trash. It's not like these people would be like, if I closed down my tent city, they'd be like, oh, Sage, now I have to go home to my apartment. <laughs> no, they're going to go back out in the woods, and I'm not going to clean up their trash for them. And then all the trash is going to be all around, you know? I found some new trash. Did I take a picture of that? Let's see. Let's, I try to take pictures of trash. I found a new tent community. Nope. Let's see here. Uh, oh, yeah. This is my friend here. Nah, he doesn't want me to show his picture. I was going to blur him out. Anyways, yeah. Like, the thing you need to know about homeless people is that they consume things, they consume things, and then they have nowhere to show, throw that out because the city believes giving them a dumpster is enabling, it's enabling all their terrible, terrible drug use. Meanwhile, the people that say that love to sip on their cocktails and their wine and their beer those no-good drug addicts. <laughs> Hypocrisy is such a constant thing in America. It really should be our American pastime. Hypocrisy! It's what America really does. 
was I talking about? Anyway, oh yeah, how you can hate homeless people, but at least I'm picking up trash for about 25 homeless people. I do it all the time. I'm constantly picking up trash. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Anyways, that's me uh, picking up trash. Homeless advocate Sage Lewis points out details of his newest homeless camp. His newest homeless camp. That's nice. I love that. It gives, like, hope of... I want to have one down in Tennessee. Did you see that they made it a felony to be homeless? Uh, if you camp on public land anywhere in Tennessee, you get a felony. That's going to help you get back into housing. Nothing, uh, nobody, nobody likes, uh, you know, they see it coming. They're like, oh, you have a felony? Oh, come and get a job and get a house. You're my favorite. Fucking assholes. Just retards. Asshole retards that run our country. Uh, it was outlawed several years ago. It's back. A homeless tent village sanctioned by private property owner and outlawed by the city of Akron several years ago is back. I love it. Akron zoning elected officials told businessman Sage Lewis in 2018 that it's illegal to shelter chronically homeless people. It's illegal. Don't be sheltering people, Sage. You're doing illegal things. See, it's illegal. Some people say, Sage, you shouldn't say it's illegal. I'm, if Doug Livingston says it's illegal, it's illegal. It's illegal. It is illegal. Behind his commercial property on Broad Street, 46 people in the middle of winter. It's true. We're given 30 days to clear out. Service providers swooped in. They did swoop. Some people landed in shelters. Other accepted housing. And many returned to the wild. Interestingly... Some of the people on the day we had to close, which was the day, I think, right before Thanksgiving. Uh, that's when they demanded we shut down the day before Thanksgiving. Um, retarded idiots. They can't fucking, they give me a 30-day notice to comply. It's the day before Thanksgiving. Doug Livingston pointed it out. <laughs> About, I'd say, a half a dozen people I helped move back into the woods. When I opened up this new tent village, the first guy to show up was this guy. Had lived in the woods the entire time. I never actually had sheltered him because he was too crazy. My friend Rob, too crazy. He stepped on some glass. There. Uh, what else is there to say here? Um, April 2021, Akron, Rob Nade, Ray, Na Akron native Rob Pierce pitched a tent behind Broad Street. I do think he was the first on a sliver of vacant land. Lewis didn't tell him to leave. It's always been my big claim to fame. I just didn't say no. Instead, he gave Pierce a donated pop-up camper. That is my family camper, by the way. My, we decided it had seen... Seeing it's, uh, you know, in our family, it's better days, and so we gave it to Rob. Six months later, a second man came with a tent. I don't know if that's exactly true, but whatever. I don't really care. Whatever. If that wants to be the narrative. As winter approached, that was Andrew. Andrew. I think they came pretty cl closer to that. As winter approached, dozens of men, women, and children. Children? Also, I wouldn't say accurate. I don't think I've ever had a child stay at our camp. Whatever. I don't really care. Say whatever you want. Uh, stepped out of the woods or off the streets. Lewis didn't complain to the Department of Neighborhood Assistance. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. He wired a fuse box in a nearby home that he owns and ran extension cords to their tents. We now have seven uh, dedicated breakers on the side of our house. Uh, 20 amp breakers with the uh, outdoor GFCI plugs. 
Help them get space heaters, which instead of safer than heating tents with portable propane tanks and open flames. Buddy heaters are good, but when you do them at, uh, uh, when you put 50 of them in your yard, some of them uh, set on fire. They just do. I'm telling you, I from experience. You know the experiences I've had. What happens if you put 50 buddy heaters in 50 tents? Uh, some of them will set on fire. <laughs> We'll see. I don't have room for 50 people anymore. I have about 20, 21 tents or so. I gave them access to a bathroom while regularly hauling off trash. It's what I do. I even set up free Wi-Fi. You know I did. As the weather warms, Lewis is allowing children. No, I don't know. Children are living there. I, did we? Did he see children? I'm not saying I wouldn't allow children. I just don't know of any children. But whatever. Whatever, whatever makes the story. It's fine. I don't really care. Say whatever you want. And disabled to stay. I don't think I have children. I would allow a child. If you want. Anyways. Uh, he's trying to evict people he calls young alpha males. Yep. Grew and stir crazy. Yes. A resident and at advocate Sage Lewis's newest homeless camp. I don't know who that is. I, I don't know. I can't tell by those boots. I can't tell. On Wednesday, checks were stolen from his mailbox by a man whose entire life has become a fantasy of epic proportions that he lives in a tent in my backyard. God, you see how good I am with those quotes? That's just off the top of my head. Look at that. Let me read that quote again. <laughs> by a man whose entire life has become a fantasy of epic proportions as he lives in a tent in my backyard. God damn. I love the shit that comes out of my brain. I love it. Oh, I wrote it here. I guess that's where it came from. I guess I wrote that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I got a new I got a new uh, mailbox. Do I have a picture of it? Let me see. Oh, yeah, here it is. And I'll show it to you. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Uh, take that, epic proportion, crazy man. <laughs> <sighs> that day, Lewis evicted a man who came at him and others with a sledgehammer. Yes, he did. Lewis pleaded with the man to see a mental health provider. Here, you want to watch that? This is... I'm with my friend, uh, E.B. Hi. Hey, so, E.B., do you know why I told you you can't come over to our place? Yep. Why? Because they be making mad, so I be telling you. Okay, you see, I just want to see how... Th this is like a recurring thing. Why did I evict you because they've been making me mad it's the number one pet peeve of mine of homeless people why are you homeless because they did this to me okay i'm not saying that's inaccurate i'm not saying eb that they didn't make you mad but what i am saying is why did i evict you because you, I was coming at people with sledgehammers and two-by-fours. That's the correct answer. The correct answer is I was coming at people with sledgehammers, but EB is they be making me mad. Well, and you've been, when you, you just, earlier today, you came at me with a sledgehammer. I would play, you got me out of my stuff. I got your stuff. Well, I know, but you got your stuff. It's right here, you but... I love this man. He's so sweet. The reason we're, 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 we're scared of you, E.B., because you yeah. come at us with, with, with tools 
and you and 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 we don't know if you're going to really use them on us. Well, he ain't going to do it at all. I mean, did you see the video where he like reeled back that sledgehammer like he was going to wing it at my friend? Did you see that? I mean, it looks real. I don't know. I mean, I've never seen him hit anybody with a sledgehammer, but goddamn, you see how you feel with a guy with a sledgehammer aimed at your head. But so that's why I'm not letting you over my place. It's cool. Okay. Bro, my place right here. You got a nice place. You got a nice place. I moved him over to this place. I'm not going to tell you where it is. It's nice. Place, EB. If why don't you go see a mental health doctor and get your head straightened out? They don't work. They don't work. And there it is. This guy. If there's ever anybody that needs a mental health professional, it's this guy, and he believes they don't work. They don't work. Mm-mm. It doesn't help. I can do my own mental. I got pretty good. He prays to God. Look, um, God's cool and all. Down with God. A guy, eh, not the greatest mental health professional I've ever seen. You pray to God. Well, God's got to tell you to stop swinging axes and two Where's by fours it? and all that at us. Eighty y'all want me? Huh? Eighty y'all want me? What y'all want to do? I want you to stop bringing. I mean, you could get the same effect by. Saying, "Hey, man, give me my stuff," as opposed to dragging a dragging a sledgehammer behind you, coming at me like you're gonna sledgehammer me. See, it's always this with this is I see this constantly with homeless people. I'm asking a specific question, and they're like, "But people steal, people steal." Yeah, but all right. Look, I love you, Eb. But I'm, 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 when you bring that shit around, you make me afraid, and I can't have you, you when you're around. Me. Yeah, I'm scared of you. You bring a fucking sledgehammer at me. Uh, he's been coming back. He's been doing really good. And then just yesterday, he came. He was walking down. He was upset about something, and he was holding a stick in his hand. And I'm like, Eb, put the stick down, man. He wouldn't put it down, but another guy's like, he's not going to hit you. And he didn't hit me. But I think it's only a matter of time before he does. Baby! It's scary! You're a strong guy! You don't fuck around! You don't oh, look yeah. like a guy that fucks around! I only got one arm because I'm armed, bro. All right. I want you. Look. Why don't you keep trying to go to the mental health people? Work on it, EB. You're a good guy, but you're freaking us out. Mental health ain't working. Mental health ain't working. So what do you do? What do you do with a guy like this? Mental health ain't working. All right, EB. All right, well, I like this spot. I'm here to help you, but you can't, until we get this straightened out, you can't You can't come on our property, okay? All right, All right. All right brother. Okay. Yeah, he's back on our property, but it's okay. Um, we all love EB. Like, do you see how, like, sweet he is? He's, like, such a sweet guy. But... I don't know, like, what do you do with a guy that's that threatens you with sticks and sledgehammers and whatever else he has in his hand? What do you do? I don't know. Hey, it's Luke Linden. What's up, my man? Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Good loving boundaries. Great work, my dude. Thanks. Thank you, Luke. Thank you for being out there fighting the good fight, my brother. Um, 
I just don't know what to do. Uh, on Tuesday, this is when uh, Doug Livingston was over at our place, two Akron Police Department officers walked into the camp of about 25 tents looking for a suspect in a disturbance at a nearby fire station. Lewis and a couple homeless people tried to help the officers locate the man. I'm trying to convince these guys to not be afraid of the police, Lewis said. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh... Sometimes you're homeless because you're running from a warrant, one officer said. That's very astute. Very, very right. Uh, maybe if you get get out ahead of it, you can get back on your feet. And then I'm like, yes! And there I am with a police officer. I don't know who this police officer is. And then this woman here who lives with us. Um, I've been trying to do some diversity, equity, and inclusion at my camp. So I would say our camp now is about half black. Um, which is really good. There's a lot of black homeless people. This woman here, like, came to us in the middle of the winter, never homeless before. I always feel pretty bad when I, when a new person, new to homelessness, has to end up in a tent in the winter. Woo! She is not happy. Still not happy to be in a tent. But it's better than not having anywhere to go, don't you think? Don't you think? This is our home. Here we go. See, this is the recurring message that we see over and over again. The past week, a reporter has observed illicit drug use. That would be, I think, Doug Livingston. Meth or crack pipes. I would not say they're crack pipes. I don't think most of my friends smoke crack. Are visible just inside tents. I suppose that's true. I'm sure if he saw it, he saw it. I don't usually, I def, I, okay, let's look at a crack pipe. Let's see if I know what a crack pipe. Let's see, let's go look. Uh, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this is, the, yeah, this is like, so you look at that. That's a bubble. They call that the bubble. And then let's look at a meth pipe. I guess it's the same. Yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, you can buy these at local convenience stores. Um, I'd show you. I don't know. Let's see what happens. Let me go over to Reddit. Um, sign into my Reddit account. And I'll show you. Um, where is it? My stuff. Profile. Posts. Let's see, where is, well, here, I'll just do the, I'll just search for the meth forum. So there's a meth forum. Wait, slash, hold on, slash meth. Okay. Uh, dude, not lipstick. What? Where is it? Oh, wait, hold on. Moderating my communities. Where is it? Meth, yeah. Is this not a thing? Oh, yeah, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. So here. So this forum is just people smoking meth. <laughs> so here's a girl smoking meth 11 hours ago. Then uh, they talk about the difficulty. I don't want to do in case it's... Okay, here's a guy. They like doing these big smoke... Uh, they, they, this is what they do on... They, but a lot of people like criticize it. They're like, why are you wasting so much meth by making all that smoke? Uh, don't go 
Frankensteining in public, says this guy. <laughs> Frankensteining? <laughs> I never heard of that before. Uh, lol, take your meds, schizo. No. Okay, here's uh, this girl. Anyways, yeah, it's just people. Okay, so I wish my barber did this. Oh, there you go. So this barber is going to do a little bit of meth right before his uh, <laughs> haircut. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you can just go watch that shit right on, uh, on uh, Reddit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, so I would say, okay, so I didn't really realize that a crack pipe and a meth pipe are the same kind of pipes. I would say, again, meth is, that was meth. I would, I, I don't, I really don't know anybody that smokes, well, I mean, I do know some meth crack smokers, but I don't think they live in tents. Uh, men and women wander the campground, philosophically musing about freedom or the concept of land ownership as nothing more than a social construct. Pretty cool. That's because uh, they are on the Church of the Nomadic Spirit land now. Let's go see if that's true. S uh, Summit County Parcel Viewer. Let's go. Let's just do this. Uh, we got nothing else to do, right? Let me go over here. I've, I wanted to see if it's switched hands here. Parcels. Okay, parcels by owner name. No, oops, owner name. Let's see if I can put in nomadic. First owner name contains church. Okay, let's see, church. No, that's too many. That's too many. Hold on. Uh, let's do parcel, no, not parcel number. Let's do address. We'll do 85 Kent. 85 Kent place. Let's see. Zoom to. Okay, let's do that. And Church of the Nomadic Spirit, ladies and gentlemen. Church of the Nomadic fucking Spirit owns that house right there. Do you see it? Do you fucking see it? Uh, shit. Hold on. There it is. Uh, it owns that house. It owns uh, this piece of land. And I think it owns this piece of land. Yep. The only one I don't own is this one owned by LaRue Corn, who died 20 years ago. He died 20 years ago. So our church now owns this land, this land, and this land. And then Sage Lewis LLC owns this building. See, Sage Lewis LLC. See, so that's this. So our tents are now um, here, primarily, and here, not here. Um, I want to turn this into like a little garden. Uh, my idea, and may I say, uh, if you would like, I can show you. Um, I mean, I don't need to show you, but. Uh, this is a legitimate church. I believe that we need to celebrate the idea that uh, we were nomads for hundreds of thousands of years, and it is a it is a newer construct to throw ourselves into little prisons 
little tiny boxes. Um, unnatural, you might even say. We have been nomads most of our existence as human beings. So, uh, yeah, uh, personal freedom, baby. And may I say, uh, separation of church and state is a real fucking thing. Real fucking thing. So, let's see. You want to take my land? Take it from a church, because that's who owns it now. A church owns that land, I tell you, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah, I love it. Uh, wandering philosophically, musing about freedoms or the concept of land ownership is nothing more than a social construct. Yeah, it's true. They collect busted bicycles, used artwork, and other discarded items, which are traded for money, drugs, and cigarettes. Mm, yeah, that sounds right, yeah. Some express no greater ambition than being left alone. This man is Promise, uh, who gave the fake name Promise to journalists, cleans up the area of the camp. He is into sovereignty. Um, I love Promise. Promise is a new guy, really great guy. Uh, the dream would be to keep a place where we can get high, but we're in a place where we are secure, said Promise, who gave a fake name because he's got an active warrant out for his arrest. Um, I love that statement, but it does make you think that Promise doesn't work hard, and I'm here to tell you Promise is one of the most active participants in our community. He's constantly working, but I love that statement. A dream of... Just listen to that. Listen, this guy is a philosopher. I love Promise so much. The dream would be to keep a place where we can get high, but we're in a place where we are secure. Tell me if that is not the dream of every human being ever. Now, the way we get high is an individual uh, choice. Spend time with our families, watch Netflix, take a nap drink, have sex, just fucking chill. A place where we can get high, but we are secure. I swear to God, that's, the, that's not even the American dream. That's the human dream. Where we can be free to live our lives any way we fucking choose, as long as we aren't hurting somebody else, and we're safe while we're doing it the essence of humanity isn't it a lot of us are from broken homes he said we all grew up in the same environment which is very true a lot of these people grew up in this very neighborhood what we're doing we're only doing to ourselves we're all petty addicts we do our drugs and go about our day god damn i'm so Blown away by promise. I love promise. This is our home, bro, says his companion. We're out of everybody's way. Which is interesting because I have heard police say they are confined to this one area. They're, they, they're, uh, we know where they're at. Which is also great. Look. People judge me, they'll say, well, aren't you enabling people by giving them, I don't know, a toilet and a piece of fabric to hold over their head when it's raining and a, uh, a, a, a trash can? And now, Sage, you just put out a refrigerator out there? Aren't you making it too comfortable for those addicts? There's no good addicts. A, 
You're a fucking retard because you don't understand what addiction is. It's a disease of the brain. It's not a criminal offense, you dick. B, how the fuck do you consider a toilet enabling? You're just enabling them by giving them that fancy toilet, Sage. And a shower. You fucking enabler. If that's enabling, then go fuck yourself because that's I will do it every day, all day. I will die on that goddamn hill every day. Fucking every day. Because fuck you, you condescending asshole prick. See, you're getting me mad. You're getting me mad, you people calling me enablers. Fuck you then. And then if you don't like it, why don't you fucking do something, you fucking asshole? See, I, I get so mad. They love Monday morning quarterbacking me. They all love it. I wouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Well, then fucking you do something, asshole. Fuck you. God, see? See? I got I got anger issues. But some people are like, hey, man, just keep them penned up over there. Let them fucking shoot up and do their own fucking shit, and then they're not all over the streets. Sage cleans up their trash. Has needle uh, sharps containers. He narcans their asses whenever they fucking about to die. I don't have to fucking deal with it, says the cop. And I'm like, right on, brother. Fucking a. Because you know why? Because we've outsourced homeless service providers to the cops because those fucking homeless service providers just sit on their goddamn asses in their fucking offices and, you know criticize me for enabling because the street is enabling the street is enable uh, uh no not enabling the street is um what do they say god damn it fucking key stall said this to me that fucking asshole fucker he said the street is um not inspiring the street is the idea is that you know if they are almost fucking dead maybe they'll crawl through our door finally succumb to our wishes fucking asshole the street is i can't believe i can't remember it anyways doesn't matter it's just a dick he's a fucking dick (sighs) lewis who's running again for mayor next year yes i am fucking vote for sage fucking lewis for mayor so you don't have to deal with that fucking asshole builds more parks and roundabouts He's out of his league. Recovering alcoholic who empathizes with the addicts, the addicted and homeless. I do. I do. It's true. It's very true. He thought this time he'd try to help only a couple people. That was my plan. He can't shelter the hundreds of people who sleep outside in Akron each night, he said. So he welcomed in two people and now trying to minimize the footprint of the camp, which he expects to get even bigger this winter. I'd say there's about 200 to 300 people living on the streets of Akron. I don't have room. I don't have room. He wonders when the city will act. I'm sure they will. His tenants are used to moving when homeless camps are swept away by the city and park officials. The fucking parks. They got Freedom Trail. Well, it's freedom for rich people that enjoy parks, not those fucking no-good homeless addicts, says the fucking Metro Parks, you fucking asshole dicks. See, I got problems. I got mental problems myself. The mayor staff, the mayor's staff left a meeting on... The issue Wednesday, okay, the mayor's staff left a meeting on the issue Wednesday, unwilling to comment due to pending litigation. 
Lewis is still fighting the 2018 order. I think we're going to the Ohio Supreme Court next again. Be our second time that I'm aware of. Uh, shuttered the original 10 CD. He and the homeless charity lost an appeal last week in a case questioning the city's enforcement of zoning rules that prohibit campgrounds. A previous case challenged the city's rejection of his request for conditional use permit failed. Can't lose all the time, kind of my personal motto. His lawyers with the Libertarian-Leaning Institute for Justice vowed to take the zoning case to the Ohio Supreme Court. That's where we're going next. These fuckers are awesome. God bless the Institute for Justice. On the constitutional agreement that the government cannot deny a private property owner the right to shelter those in need. What do you think? Should I be allowed? If there's somebody desperately in need for housing and shelter, should I be allowed to shelter them? What do you think? I say, fuck yeah, I am, because they're fucking stri- dying on the street and nowhere, nowhere to go. kind of dick just looks at somebody freezing to death on the street and is like, well, I'm not allowed to help you, so uh, fuck you. Better for just fucking die out there on the street. What the assholes. You're all fucking assholes, you know? Not all of you, of course. But I don't see you guys doing it. I don't see you tending your backyard. Um, churches should do it. Individual people, you, I'm not holding you accountable. Don't, don't do that unless you really, really want to. Please don't do it. It's, it's a lot of work. But the churches, you better, you should get a fucking tent in your backyard. Why don't you, you, ugh. Asked about safety concerns. The city eventually commented Thursday. The mayor's office acknowledged the challenges of mental illness and addiction in the chronically homeless population and urged people to call 211. You know, uh, that's their answer. If you would just call 211, a house will magically pop out of the phone. You just pop right in it. I once had a grandmother, a mother, and an 8-year-old daughter. It was 3.30 on a Friday afternoon. I called 211. You know what 211 said? Hey. Uh, we're not taking intakes now. It's late in the afternoon on Friday. Can you just hang tight until Monday? I'm not fucking kidding you. They said, 211 said, with my grandmother and mother and eight-year-old daughter, can you just hang tight till Monday? Fuck you. Fuck you. God damn it. Sorry, I'm so angry. I don't can't believe I have to fight so hard to want to do this insane work. I don't even want to be thanked. I just want to be fucking left alone. And here's the mayor's response. Enabling unsafe and unhealthy behavior. You know it. Those no good fucking loser addicts. Why don't they just stop? Why don't they just stop? You ever heard of fucking addiction, you fucking twat? Only further exacerbates these issues these individuals are experiencing perpetuates the cycle of homelessness giving them a toilet exacerbates it and perpetuates it with all those fucking toilets and showers they get to use said in an email statement it creates an unsafe environment for everyone in the vicinity yeah as opposed to the people that live just down the street in the fucking camps with no services those people are creating a fine environment no one should live in a tent sage where the fuck come and get them come and get them where are you mental health providers where are you homeless service providers where is where are you amha you come and get them 
I'm not hiding homeless people. I'm not hoarding homeless people. You're so upset. You fucking fix the issue. But no, no, they just sit on the sidelines criticizing my work. It's unsafe and unhealthy, Sage. Well, then what do you want to do, fucker? What do you want to do? Damn the man. I disagree. I'd say it's a fucking step up from where they came from. Under bridges, on on fucking riverbanks, getting run over by trains. But by all means, if you got something better, come and get them. Come and get them. No, they're just going to sit over here and bitch at me. The safety of all Akron residents, including individuals experiencing homelessness, is Mayor Horgan's top concern. Oh, it is? Not roundabouts and parks, because I'm pretty fucking sure Akron has spent millions of ARPA money. Uh, where did Akron spend its ARPA money? Here we go. How the city... The cap, the city's capital budget with action passed February. This is when did this? Uh, hold on, when did this article come out? Hold on, hold on. This is March 31st. Uh, we passed our 2022 budget, which includes plans for just under half the city's 145 million dollars in federal stimulus. Okay, so they got 145 million dollars from the, the from the feds. Uh, the city government received that sum, the largest amount of money that Akron has ever received as part of the COVID relief plan, ARPA. It's tended to insist, uh, assist communities most affected by the pandemic. They received their first half, the $72 million in June. The second half is supposed to come this summer. Uh, since the announcement, uh, City Council Dan Horgan had numerous conversations and debates how the funds should be spent. The city has also asked the public for input. I, I, I asked for a tent city, and I asked for zero money. Yeah, I've They've been really excited. Now, uh, not even a tent city, five tiny houses. Can they hold? They had a uh, consulting firm, Guidehouse, advised Akron of federal guidelines and how other cities are spending it. City officials said they just received final guidance. Uh, very little of the funds have been spent yet. This promised to publish an online dashboard so they can track it. Although the budget was passed by city council, projects will be presented to council again throughout the year. Here's everything the 22 budget uh, that uses ARP is totaling $65 million. Okay. Uh, they got the Akron Cares utility thing, $2.5 million. Uh, University of Akron Water Main, $770,000. Uh, Water Main Replacement Program, $2.5 million. Uh, plumbing Repairs, $500,000. Okay. Lead Service Line Replacement, $3.5 million. Good. Here it is. So do you remember? Just keep those 2.5 million, 2.5 million, 3.5 million. The city's capital budget, which Akron City Council passed in February, made history with its largest investment towards parks and recreation at $25 million. Parks and recreation. Just going to let that sit there. Parks. And recreation, more than doubling last year's $9.5 million contribution thanks to ARPA funding. Driving much of their spending are total overhauls of community centers and public spaces. The Ed Davis Community Center is going to get $1.1. Uh, Firestone Plash Pad, they just built that. They're getting another $250,000 for a splash pad. 
Lock three, 2.6 million. I think it's just a vision plan. I don't even know what that means. Joy Park, 75,000. Joy Park, walking path, 160,000. A walking path cost $160,000. Minor park improvements, $50,000. Patterson Park Community Center. Okay, I got to know where that is. I don't know where that is. I want to go see Patterson Park. I don't know where that is. Let's go look. Patterson Park. Let's see. Maps. Patterson Park. Patterson Park. Where is that? Oh, look. Oh, isn't that nice? It's up here off of Talmadge. North High School. It's right here in the uh, Patterson Battlefields. I wonder who Patterson was. Yeah, that's nice. Nice. North Hill. It's good. It's good. Uh, Perkins Pool Reconstruction. 2.5, Reservoir Park Community Center, 2.5, Reservoir Pool Construction, 2.5, Summit Lake Vision Plan, another vision plan, $2 million. Okay, do you remember? We got $3.5 million for lead, uh, water main replacement for 2.5, uh, utilities, 2.5, $25 million for parks and recreation. And then this is the business. Look at fucking business. 500,000 for downtown marketing, retail assistance, a million, small business assistance, 3.5 million, city council, small business assistance program, 2.5, 250 million, rehabilitation of existing homes, 3 million for homeowner assistance, I promise affordable housing, 675, Beaver Street affordable housing, 3.5, that's actually cool, that's uh, for all those black people that were thrown out of their houses when we built, um, uh, the road to nowhere, uh, the inner belt. Uh, new other affordable housing, 825. Demolition, of course, 400,000. Community development, uh, public facilities improvements. I don't know what that is, 250. Community Development Corporation, just these CDP, CDCs. Uh, violence prevention, doled out, doled out $1.3 million. Let's see, what was uh, $1.3 million? That's the Ed Davis Community Center equivalent <laughs> to 11 organizations working on the city's youth to provide mentorship and resources the first round of grant better women's shelter got a hundred thousand dream academy a hundred thousand look at this shit look at this fucking shit a hundred thousand here a hundred thousand there south street ministry 119,000 we have the highest eviction rate you know in uh ohio i just i'd let you know that Second round of grants, budget for additional 1.5. Youth violence coordinator. Okay, there's a guy that's going to, a person's going to make $90,000. What is one person going to do to cut down on youth prevention of violence? One person. Danico Buckley Knight was hired for the position in Mark. Which, well, good job, Danico. I'm glad you got a fucking $100,000. University of Akron camera program. He's going to give you 50 cameras for a million dollars. I love that. Here's the doorbell camera uh, for doorbell cameras for residents in high crime areas, $47,000. I don't know why Akron University gets a million dollars for 50 cameras, but uh, these guys in high crime areas are going to get $47,000. I don't know why there's a, a difference. <sighs> oh, yeah. Oh, this is nice. 
2022 budget revenue replacement. $10 million to fill the projected $8.5 million budget shortfall. They overspent by $8.5 million, and so ARPA money is going to uh, fill that hole for them. Premium pay for city employees, $5 million. I don't know what that means. More people are getting paid. If it's city employees, but I guarantee it's going to be council's going to get it. Uh, everybody's going to get it. Shannon's here. What's up? What's up? The housing that could create. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I need more Zen. It's true. Good loving. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Um, so anyways, back to my article. Uh, safety. Yeah, safety is the most important thing. Top concern. Because, you know, parks and recreation, which got the biggest chunk of that ARPA money, it's going to make us safer. It's his top concern. It's his top concern. Other communities, uh, another community for Akron's homeless taking shape. Lewis is seeing the start of another, another community, albeit with less structure. If he can manage the trash or remove the young man with who threatens stability he sees potential for the homeless to rem who remain to police and govern themselves as they did before the, shut the city shut down the last camp four years ago the original tent city known as second chance village eventually evolved into a place where homeless found purpose and service providers could easily find homeless people who distrust authority and prefer solitude you ever hear of that you ever hear of anxiety maybe they don't like going to other going to those offices this time, though, Lewis has realized how much effort was made the homeless provider, Luke Paul Hayes. Hayes led the first tent city by making tough decisions that Lewis said his heart won't let him make. It's true. Uh, Hayes outlawed drug and alcohol use, use. He had zero tolerance for stealing or poor conduct, and he managed to keep people even in their tents in straighter lines. Yes. Uh, there was still drug use, make no mistake, but he really, that was the thing. I do not have a no-drug-use policy. Look, in fact, I have a... If you're a drug addict, I want you policy. Let's just get to the meat and potatoes of the problem, people. Let's stop shunning addicts. They're not criminals. They're not evil people. They have a brain disease. They have a brain disease. They have a brain disease called addiction. Yeah. Lewis is now trying to recreate some sense of stability. The chaos of homelessness is pretty much does not allow you to do anything but preserve and do drugs. Or, yep. That's about all you got time for. When you feel safe, you have some semblance of stability. Have you ever heard of this? Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Let me get you the picture. Let me get you the picture. Let me get you the picture. So here, look. Here's the deal. This guy, Maslow, made this thing where he said, you cannot have the thing above if you don't have the, the thing below. So if you don't have a physiological needs, air, water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing, and reproduction, you cannot have safety. Do you understand? This is what this means. That if you don't have this level, you can't have this level. If you don't have water, food, and shelter, you cannot have personal security or employment, or health, or property. Do you understand? Do you understand? Do we believe in this or not? Because this is what I was taught in college. Do we believe in Maslow's hierarchy of needs or do we not? Because our city leaders do not believe in this. 
They do not believe that people need shelter before they can get employment or personal security or a sense of connection. They don't believe it. They don't believe in Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Okay? He's asking the city to be a partner. I'm stomping my feet. I'm like, Dad, Horrigan, talk to me. Let's come up with something. But it's not his priority. I get it. He's trying to save a city. It's very trendy for these cities to become urban bedroom communities, uh, make them really cool to live in. I haven't read this article, by the way. Yeah, I said that. I get it. But these people are not going anywhere. It's true. Do I wish we had tiny houses? Yes, said he said of an option rejected by Akron leaders, but allowed in other major U.S. cities. Do I wish we had more secure fence structure? Yes, said Lewis, who's building a security team and erecting more fencing to address his number one concern of safety. It is actually my concern of safety. I am not. I am trying to build a park, a little, a little moral thing. Do I wish I could work on these things and not be continually worried that the city will come and destroy everything we built? Yes, knowing that the city is fully aware of his actions. All I want is to work on homelessness. Hopefully by now we have shown that there are people living all throughout Akron in tents. Why are they choosing to live in tents and not other places? These are the basic questions we need to talk about as a city. I hope, if nothing else, I have shown that people live in tents in Akron, Ohio. Okay? Have I at least proven that in the six years of doing this work have i proven that people live in tents in akron ohio can any can i get a hell yeah can is there anybody left in akron who does not believe that people are living in tents in akron ohio anybody I've tried my hardest to show that fact. Are people living in tents in Akron, Ohio? Yes. Can we all say yes, they are? Then, if we can get to that point, six years of me taking out all this fucking trash and doing all this crazy shit, to prove that one point. Now, let's take the next step and ask why. Why are they living in tents? Do you know how hard I have had to work to try to get people to ask why they're living in tents? Now, you remember back earlier in the show, EB, I'm like, um, why did I kick you out? Well, because uh, people made me mad. No. I mean, yes. <laughs> but I was kicking you out because I was afraid of getting hit over the head by a sledgehammer. Okay? Yeah, but the reason you had, I did that was because I was mad. Right. I did not want to get hit over the head with a sledgehammer, okay? Why are people living in tents? Because they just want to sit around and do drugs, okay? 
Um, my people all do drugs. I would say all now. I'm going to just say it. All of them do drugs. Okay? Do you think they're the only drug addicts? Do you think what percentage of Akron that does drugs is in my backyard? I got to say 20, 25 people, they all do drugs. Let's just say it. I don't really know that that's true, true, but let's just call it. Let's say 100% do drugs. 25 people do drugs, okay? The hard drugs, meth and uh, fentanyl. Let's just say it. I brought in 400 uh, needles from the needle exchange yesterday, okay? They're injecting drugs, meth and fentanyl, injecting it, okay? They all definitely don't inject, I'll say that. But let's just say they all smoke or inject some form of meth or fentanyl, okay? Those are the two drugs everybody's using. Okay. What percentage of acronites that do meth-infused meth and fentanyl are in my backyard? Let me give you a stat. What percentage of Americans use illegal drugs? Okay. 11.9%. Okay. Uh, rates of illegal drug use. Uh, in the U.S., um, uh, 31.9 million U people age 12 and older that's 11.7 percent are current users of some kind of illicit drug just over 50 percent of respondents say they use drugs or done non-medical use prescription drugs in their li lifetime okay um marijuana with four uh 43 percent or 43 million um let's see meth is one point did they have did they have uh all right so okay so most are are marijuana or combined see combined look at that 53 million doing combined that's very interesting i like that so let's just say 10 percent let's just say 10 percent let's say five percent let's say akron doesn't have a drug problem like the rest of uh no good united states let's call it five percent okay all right there are 191,000 people in akron um times five percent okay that's um, um, 9,550 people, okay? Is that right? Nope, I can't talk to you just yet. Um, is that right? 10%. What's 10%? Let me just double check. Times 10%. Yeah, 19,000. Okay, yeah. So 19,000. Why is it five? Why would 5% be? Oh, yeah, it's 10,000. It's like 9,550. Okay, so let's call it 10,000 people just for ease, okay? 10,000 people are using drugs. Now, do you think actually the drug use in Akron is higher than the average um, of overall America? I do. So that would be 28,000 if it's 15%. We have about 26% of um, Akron lives below the poverty line. That's 28,000 at 15%. What about 20%? Do you think 20% of our population uses illegal drugs? 38,000 people. Okay. 38,000 people. I have 25 people in my backyard. Okay. 
So if it's just because they're using drugs that they're in a tent, don't you think we would have many more people living in tents? Drug use does not cause homelessness. If anything, it prolongs homelessness. It keeps you stuck in a rut. Okay? What causes homelessness? What causes homelessness? Homelessness usually happens because a person has nowhere else to turn. Their family is dead. Their family has given up on them. They don't live near their family. Okay? Most people are not homeless because they have people they can fall back on, friends and family. Okay? Most of the people that I live that live in my backyard have no friends or family left to turn to. Okay? It could be because they're total dicks and their family hates them. But I'm here to tell you they don't have any friends or family they can turn to. The other issue is you can't double up. If you have an AMHA certified house, uh, you cannot bring another homeless person. One of my best workers lost his house because in the winter he let other homeless people move in with him. He lost his house. He had a forever house, free forever house. He lost it. He's back in a tent with me. Okay? I just want to have a conversation of why people are living in tents. Okay? Why don't they go to the homeless shelter? Well, we have one men's homeless shelter. How about all the people that have been permanently banned from their homeless shelter? I ban people from my place. What makes you think Haven Arrest doesn't ban people from their place? They certainly do. If you're not in the work program in the summer, you get four nights a month as a man to live in their shelter. Four nights. What do you do the other 26 nights? Okay. These are the questions. I just want to ask the questions. Can we ask the questions? That's all I want to know. I'm way over. Four minutes. Good Lord. People, I love you. 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 Shannon, I got to see what Shannon said here. Shannon said, got to go. My daughter's graduating fifth grade. Oh, my gosh, that's so awesome. Just wanted to send you peace and love and light. May the God goddess look kindly upon you. I need that, Shannon. I love you so much, Shannon. Happy birthday and congratulations on your daughter. That's so lovely. All right, everybody. Zach, was that house you gave me for a real forever house? I don't know. I don't know what house you got, Zach. I stressed out because I didn't know if I had to pay for anything when it would end. I don't know if you had a forever house, Zach. I don't know, buddy. I don't know. All right, brother. I got to go. I will see you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Sage and the Houseless Movement, a weekly show dedicated to the news and views of the homeless locally and worldwide.